Hello fellow nerds, and welcome to the Egghead Playbook. I am your host, Trevally, and first, just a quick blurb about myself. I am a nerd of many cultures, and I will be talking about all these different fandoms that I enjoy through rankings, cosplay ideas, anticipated series, books, movies, and more. Today we're on the ranking side, and after a long watch... Of all the DC animated movies, I will be going through the ones that I like from the worst to the best. And why I think they are where they are, or where I put them. First off, I would like to say that I am a big DC fan. A lot of people don't like DC, especially with some of the movies that have come out with the DCEU. Which is like the cinematic universe for DC. And which, if you didn't know, DC means Detective Comics, so it's kind of runs about itself when you say DC Comics, it's Detective mm -hmm. Comics Comics. But, with me, I really like the animated movies, I also like the majority of the cinematic universe as well, and I'll do those as a separate one. Today is fully animated stuff in preparation for the Batman coming next month, which I am very excited for. At the very, very bottom of my list, and keep in mind, this is going to be a long list, at number 53 is Son of Batman. Now, do I like Damian Wayne as a character? Yes, I think he's interesting. Do I like... Bruce Wayne as a character. Yes, I wouldn't watch a Batman movie if I really didn't. But this movie just didn't feel right to me. It's slow. And I get that. You, you need to build your characters up. But for a movie that's short like this, it didn't really have enough time to really build upon itself. And it just didn't feel fun. Even in dark movies like Final Destination, those can still be fun. Even though it's it can be messed up. It's about a bunch of people dying. But those movies can still be enjoyable, which is why a lot of people watch horror movies. But with this movie, this animated Batman movie, was not fun. It was boring. It didn't really have a lot of flair that you wanted to see in a Batman movie. It was just overall just disappointing. And I, I like Damian Wayne as a character. I just feel like they just didn't introduce him well in this universe. Next, at number 52, we have Batman Death and the Family. Now, this is more irritating than anything that this doesn't really count as a movie. And I was going to put it at last... But because of Son of Batman being so disappointing to me, I had to move it up just one. However, with Death in the Family, it's not exactly a movie. It's a play-by-play -play on what would happen if different scenarios took place in the Death of the Family. And it just it didn't feel right. It's just like a what-if kind of thing, kind of like what Marvel did with the What If series. But this just takes place in a movie, just a little... Um, anthology if you will dc has done better anthologies which i will be talking later on but it's this movie just again it didn't capture my interest is it an okay watch yes it's 
it's it's okay, but it's not really a movie. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like a show that should have been broken up into separate episodes with more fully fledged characters. For someone who hasn't read it, which I have read it, if you haven't, you'd be you'd be kind of lost. And that's the sad thing about this um this entry is that it doesn't feel like something that is catered towards animated fans. It's catered towards people who read the comic series and would like to know, hey, what if this happened? Or, hey, what if that happened? That'd be kind of cool to see on screen. So let's do that and cater towards that group of fans, but not catering towards all the fans that would be interested in seeing what if those happen. It's It just doesn't feel like it's an everybody film, which is okay. Not every movie is catered towards everybody, which I understand, but this just feels like it's to the point that it just really sections off my likability for it, and most of these movies I would watch again. This one, it just, like, it's it's okay, it's frustrating, but I don't think I would go back and watch it unless it was the only thing on and I had nothing to watch. But even then, I'd probably go find something else to do. Next on my list, yet again, with the Robin situation, is Batman versus Robin. Now, poor Damian Wayne gets a really bad rap in the DC Animated Universe, or the DCAU for short. It's later on in my ranking, I will explain how he should be played in one of the movies, which I thought was really good, but these, it's just, it, there's so low bar for him, they don't give him enough time to shine, it's just, it's like, hey, you know what, we're just gonna show an asshole kid trying to fight Batman, and I'm like, oh, well, that kind of sucks, okay, so watching it, it's just not as fun, it's, the animation is sleek, though. I, I gotta say that. The majority of these movies' animation is pretty sleek. But the story itself... Mm, it's just not... Not really enjoyable. And Batman doesn't exactly feel... Like himself. Do I like seeing different layers of Batman? Sure. But... It just doesn't feel right. And I would love to see what they could do if they followed it a little more and gave Robin more of a character than just being a straight-up asshole. Next is Batman the Killing Joke. Like, if you haven't seen Batman the Killing Joke, please do yourself a favor and read it instead. If you're not a reading person, then just... I, I still wouldn't recommend watching this. This just butchers the story. The Joker is just doesn't seem right to me. The ending is so abrupt. And I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to like leave it open and seem all like, oh, uh, what happened? No, 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 no. It just doesn't work. They tried too hard to make it gritty. The comic book itself is gritty for a purpose and it makes sense as to why it's gritty this just tries too hard and what happens to barbara gordon it just doesn't work it's it's sad because it's such a crucial point in 
the Batman comic history that you need to focus on that focal point. And here it it just squanders that material. It's sad. It's a rated R Batman movie that doesn't seem like a rated R movie at all. Except for one part in the movie. And the Joker just doesn't seem as sick as he should be in that storyline. It just it pushes itself too hard to be a good movie. And it just it just ends up falling on its face at that point. Next is Batman Soul of the Dragon. Now, I don't mean to seem like a Batman hater because I'm really not, but a lot of these movies thus far, well, all these movies thus far have been Batman movies, and it's sad to say that because a lot of these movies, I feel like they could have done Batman a lot better. This is Batman Soul of the Dragon. Now, this was interesting, seeing the Kung Fu mix uh, fighting movie, it just... I felt like it tried too hard to be a lot like Rush Hour, kind of like a um, buddy comedy mixed with fighting, and you throw in Batman as well. Now, at first glance, does that sound pretty cool? I would say yes. I was excited for this movie seeing the trailer. I watched all the trailers before I watched each individual movie, and this was pretty high up there. And I was just really excited for it. Upon watching it, animation, again, pretty good. Except for maybe Bruce Wayne's jawline. It, I don't know, it kind of bugged me seeing his jawline. It really annoyed me. No offense on the animators. But it just doesn't seem right to me. As well as the storyline. Is it a creative storyline? Sure. I thought it was creative. It just doesn't fit right in the Batman mythology. I felt like it would have been a much better movie if it didn't have Batman in it. You know, it seems like your typical um, martial artist come back to kick some ass kind of movie. But this just doesn't work with Batman. It, it really doesn't. Next on here is Batman Bad Blood. This is kind of a torn situation for me. I really wanted to put this one higher because A, the animation is good and you get a good interpretation of Batwing and just some of the things that happen in this movie, they're good. But overall, the movie just kind of falls flat. Why does it fall flat? It's the pacing. It's like sometimes... The pacing is really slow and you're like, okay, I get to build with these characters. Oh, sweet. I get to meet these new characters. Oh, all right. And then it jump when it jumps into action, it just feels like everything is so fast paced that you start to lose your footing as far as your interest in the movie. Now, watching it for the first time, I've watched it a couple times because I felt like this one was a difficult one for me to rank, is that... I dropped it back into this spot, which is the 48th spot, because it could have done a lot better with what it had. Is it is it an entertaining movie? Yes, I, I think it's entertaining. Mm -hmm. But it could have done a lot better, and I really, really wanted to see it do a lot better. 
but it just didn't do that for me. Next is Superman Unbound. I like Superman. Um, for me, I prefer the live-action Superman movies. I didn't really have any problems with any of the Superman movies. With this one, however, I like the animation. It just didn't quite bring that Superman feel to it. Um, the storyline is fine. But keeping it brief, so that way I don't really spoil any of these movies, I'm just giving my insight on how I feel about them, is that this one just doesn't quite feel like Superman. Next is Wonder Woman. Now, I, I really like the first Wonder Woman uh, live-action movie. This one came before that, and is it entertaining? Yes, but I felt like you could have done better with a Wonder Woman movie as far as her characteristics go, because she can be a complex character. But this one, it just solely focuses on her active actions, meaning her superhero prowess, and not towards her characteristics with the characters that she's acting with. She's meddling with other people, acting like superheroism is your only character. Which is not true. Wonder Woman is a more complex character. And it's a shame to see such a good action character just solely focused on action. Because you have Batman and Superman who care about action. But they still have a life. Superman, he has that Clark Kent. Um, you know, he's he does other things. Superman is a big part of his life, but in this movie, solely focusing on Wonder Woman, it's like Wonder Woman is her whole identity, and I felt like they could have done more with her as Diana and help mesh part of her life together. Now, going back to that thought of anthology, we have Batman Gotham Knight, and I felt like as far as anthology goes, this does a lot better. You get different stories as far as accounts on Batman. I love the sleek animation. This feels like Batman. Now, we're starting to get into some of the more interesting movies. This one is a rewatchable one. However, could it have done better? Yes, I wanted it to be longer. This was short, and it didn't really focus on more. Like, I wanted more anthology. I wanted more stories. Seeing something like this as a series would be really interesting. Kind of like the Batman TV series. Uh, I believe it was in 2007, which I thought was really good. I'm re-watching that right now, actually. But this is, is Gotham Knight a good movie? It's, yes and no. For what it was, yes. Could it have been more? Also yes. And I would like to have seen it become more. And it's the same thing with the next movie on our list, and that's Batman The Long Halloween. This is the part two version. I'll talk about part one later. But part two, it's... Part 1 started so strong. 
so strong. And then this one just feels like it was rushed. And at the end of the first part, you get to see Batman's character feel different. He's He feels defeated. He's trying to figure out how to to find the killer and it's sad it hurts seeing him act like that and then you have to like go back to the beginning in part two and it's like all that feeling all that raw emotion that bruce was feeling is now gone and you just have to like relive what he's going through and it starts off with him in control of poison ivy and it's like all of his raw emotion that he was just so upset about in the last movie. It's gone. And you just have to start all over again with him getting pissed off. I'm like, what the heck? It was such good character development. And it was just squandered by... Sure, I get it. Both of them together would make it like a three-hour movie. But just stopping his character development for him being brainwashed by poison ivy just had me lost at the very beginning and then you see him get pissed off further on in the movie and then eventually he figures it out but you lose that connection with bruce you're supposed to have that connection with the characters on the screen but it doesn't feel right why because they cut off his ability to feel in the beginning and all that character development in that first part gone next is justice society world war ii do i like the idea of them going back into what it was in like um the new frontier yeah however the time traveling aspect and the action it's it's good it's just it's slow i do i like seeing jay garrick and wonder woman and all these older superheroes yes it's cool but i felt like there could have been a more fleshed out story i would i would have loved to seen to see more of this like again with the tv show thing i feel like this would be a really good live action tv show or even an animated show seeing these characters co-interact with each other and just have fun yes yes please and then, nope, you watch it, and it's short, I get it, as far as what is concerned, but they could have done a lot more. Did I like it? Yes, I did, I thought it was cool, but they could have done more. This, this movie just, I felt like it took a lot from the new frontier, and they tried to make it a new kind of story with different characters, but just have the Flash go back and say, hey, oh my goodness, it's people in World War II. Oh, they're superheroes too. Oh, hey, look, it's me. You know, it just feels a lot like characteristics from other movies that they've done before, and it didn't feel new. It didn't feel fresh, and that was my main issue with it. Also, sorry about my voice. My voice probably sounds a little weird, um, a little congested uh, today. Um... So hopefully that doesn't interfere with your, um, with you watching or listening to this podcast today, this entry. Uh, next on to the next movie is Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Man of Tomorrow was, it was good. 
but again, it's... I felt like I wanted more from a Superman movie, and sadly, when it comes to Superman, I feel like his best moments in animated movies are when he's with another superhero, whether if he's a part of the Justice League and he's got that leader, that captivating leader initiative to figure out what's going on to help people in his solo movies especially in the animated movies it just doesn't feel enough for me that he needed more time to shine it's he's still kicking ass he's still got his um you know his personal problems but for some reason it just feels like he's more of a character more of a leader when he's with people and when he's on his own solo mission in Man of Tomorrow, it just, I want it, I want more with a solo superhero animated movie when a character can really shine on their own and be a superhero on their own without any, you know, helping hands. Superman is a super strong hero. Why is his character better when he's mixing up with other people, especially when he's in the Justice League movies, those feel better than this does. Do I, I don't quite know why, but that's what I felt like in this movie, and I'll explain a little more later about his character development as I get to it. And as I continue, I want to know your thoughts as well of the movies that I'm talking about because there is a lot to cover so occasionally i'll break away and go on to different tangents and kind of have you think about other things for just a moment so that way it's not complete overload since it's a really long video but hopefully you're enjoying it thus far and i shall continue because like i said it's pretty long Alright, so now we're going to jump back into it. A quick little break, you know, to maybe fill up your drink or get a snack. Now let's jump back in. 41 and 40, I kind of just mixed together, and that is The Dark Knight Returns. Now I know I'm going to get a lot of like backlash on this, because it's just like how I felt with other movies. I did get a lot of backlash from how I felt about Black Panther and the MCU ranking that I did because I wasn't big on that movie. But the comic books of The Dark Knight is so good. This just... I wanted it longer. I think that's my main problem with them. I love that they brought it in a part one and part two form and seeing Bruce's showdown with superman here we are with another superman breakdown is that superman cares about helping people and here he gives more time to shine with batman than he does in his own movies now how is that even possible you have a movie focused completely on superman and you don't get to focus more on superman but yet you get more superman when he's in justice league you get more of his characteristics that doesn't even make sense to me. But when you watch it, it just feels like that. Now, you still get the same old thing, you know. 
good guy versus bad guy, good guy gets hurt in some some way, bad guy thinks they won for a little bit, good guy steps in, kicks bad guy's ass, game over, the end, and roll credits, right? But here in The Dark Knight Returns, you get more of the older characters. You get an older, wilted Batman and Superman duking it out. And it feels stronger. You got that stronger connection. And you're like, holy crap. This is rough. Seeing them still donning the cape. Donning that superhero power. It's it's hard. And it really shows that personal weight on your shoulders. Being a superhero. And that's why I really like these movies is that the further along they got, you get more of that breakdown with your social life as well as your superhero life. And I really like that drama. Now you get Superman versus the Elite. I really like this. I like Superman's uh, character in this. He feels like Superman. You Like, it's pretty solid i like his connections with the people um his strength however the downside of this is the elite i just feel like they weren't compelling enough to be the villains of this they don't feel enough to keep the movie going and Next off, you have Superman Doomsday. Now, I like what they do with this, mainly because it brings up one of my more mm, liked movies, but that's because of the result of this film. Now, Superman Doomsday, it's pretty much... The same if you've seen Batman versus Superman. That ending where you get Doomsday kicking the crap out of Superman. Like, I get it. It's it's rough, but it happens and seeing Superman fall is it's sad. It's rough to see such a beacon of hope like Superman. And I really like seeing his character give the sacrifice, be strong enough to be Superman and fall as a hero. And it's that drama built in with it as people see, you know, their favorite superhero. He's here. He's here to help. And you see him go down, and his cape becomes a flag. You see that. And this leads up to what is talked about later, and I'll get to that once I get closer to the end of this list. Next off with a different superhero that isn't Batman or Superman, this is Green Lantern Emerald Knights. I love Green Lantern. Green Lantern is cool. This movie is really good. I really enjoyed it. I also really do like the 
I forget what it's called. I, I believe it's the animated series, uh, the Green Lantern animated series on Cartoon Network. And this movie, it feels... It's strong. It feels like Green Lantern. Now, my my issues with it, however... Now, you get your typical Green Lantern fighting movie, right? And it's fun. The animation is sleek. Everything is great about it. However, for something connected to what happened with the Ryan Reynolds movie, it's different, and it feels like a Green Lantern movie, but again... I wanted more. The character development was good. Story development was good. But again, a lot of these movies, they fall short because of its length. And that's mainly the downfall of a lot of these movies is that their length is just really diminishes the story. And it's, it's, it can either be really slow and then it ends and you're like, what the hell? Or it could be really fast paced and then it ends and it's like, wow, that was fast. And with a lot of superhero movies, they need time to shine. And that's why I like a lot of the DCEU, which is the cinematic ver universe, because they take they take their time with their heroes. And a lot of people don't like them, but I like them a lot better than some of these movies because they give more time for your characters to shine. But over the course of a lot of these movies, it's like little episodes. You get like hour and 15 minute movies that act as episodes. And they keep coming out with more movies that you watch together. But initially in one movie, especially with Emerald Knight's case, it just doesn't feel quite enough. Next is Superman and Shazam, The Return of Black Adam. I really like Black Adam. I'm really excited for this new movie coming up um, with The Rock. As well as an introduction to Dr. Fate, which I really like Dr. Fate. Adam Smasher, Cyclone, as well as Hawkman. But as far as this animated movie, you get Superman and Shazam teaming up to kick Black Adam's ass. Is that fun? Hell yes it is. Does the trailer make it seem fun? Hell yes it is. Is this movie fun? Yes, it is fun. And this is the kind of movie that I'm looking forward to. These movies are Duke Amount films. You get that side persona of your personal life as well as your superhero life. You see people fall, you see people get hurt, and you see Superman and Shazam teaming up to fight Black Adam and save the day. This is the kind of movie that I'm looking forward to. And this is the kind of movie that I was expecting. And I'm glad that they delivered the way they did. Next is Batman Hush. You get a little bit of that bat and that cat, if you will. You got that romance. And you you they throw in Damian Wayne with kind of like a quippy nature. Almost like a Peter Parker-like sense with his quips. And in this, uh, Damian Wayne, I believe, gets more time to shine in the little moments that he's in there. And what I mean by that is that his character shows in the little blips that he's in there, as opposed to the movies prior, 
where he's in there a lot more, but his character really doesn't show. It just shows his overbearing assholeness. In this, you get to see Hush as his villain persona and trying to play out the downfall of Batman. And you also get the like co-aligning superhero romance with Catwoman and Batman. And Selina and Bruce's relationship, I feel, just works in this. And is it a little awkward? Yes, romance can be pretty awkward in movies. But I feel like superhero movies do it right. And this is what I was expecting from the romance. And yet again, it suffers from the shortness of a DC animated movie. But it still feels for the most part, complete. I would like to see more of action with Hush, but as far as the overall turnout of the movie, I felt like it was a success. It could have done better with a few extra minutes tied into the breakdown of Hush as well as character development with Hush in particular. Next, you have Superman and Batman Apocalypse. And with these Superman and Batman team-ups, it feels good to see these two superheroes that you like so much with two very different personalities to fight, you know, bad guys. I mean, you can't really put it any other way. But it's the same thing with the next thing, like, on our list. But it's a really good movie. Battle scenes are great. It's, I mean, two crime fighters just coming together to make a really good superhero story. Just kicking ass. And it's the same thing with the next thing on our list, and that is Superman and Batman Public Enemies. I, I really like this animation in this one. This one just feels really great. You got that awesome Chris sound from Kevin Conroy as Batman. And it just feels great. It's very imaginative to see these two characters just come together. And it's it's amazing. It's great. But gosh darn it, DC, it's too short. It's... I probably sound like a broken record. All of these movies thus far have been too short. And that's the issue here. You need longer movies. These movies just don't hold up. It's an hour and 15 minutes long. You need more. You need more character development. You need more story. You need more kickassery. Is there a good amount of kickassery? Yes. But in a Superman and Batman flick, you need more. And this just cuts off at the end. And it's just like, it feels like a fully fledged movie, but they just take out bits and pieces that should be in the movie. And if you give it 30 minutes longer to build apart those movies, those different building blocks that are necessary in superhero films, then you get them. This just doesn't deliver. Is it still badass? Yes, they're both badass movies. The past two movies. Yes, they're awesome. But they're too short. And it sucks. Now, next, 
the death of Superman. This is Superman Doomsday, just, um, uh, well, I guess rehashed. They remade this movie, so that way they can make a movie after it called The Reign of Superman. And The Reign of Superman is way up higher in my list, which is the movie that I was telling you about earlier. And I'll explain why later, but it's pretty much the same thing. As I thought as Superman Doomsday. It's just that this one was better. It had sleeker animation. As well as uh, a more fully fledged superhero movie. Um, Superman gets a little bit more time to shine. And the animation just makes the battle scenes more intuitive and enjoyable. And you get the new 52 look on everything. And then as they bring it together near the end, you see his fall and you see the break in the Justice League. And this, I think, makes it a lot more intriguing because now you have that breakdown in the Justice Society. It's the Justice League and they see their leader gone because of Doomsday. Now you get that breakdown. And it's just like the... Uh, the opening of the Justice League movie. You see Superman gone. And you see everyone mourning. He's gone. But what now? And I think that's what I liked a lot more about this movie than I did about Doomsday. Is that because they focus a lot more on the what now. We are still Justice League. Superman is gone. But we are here. We are now. Justice, Justice League is here for people. Superman gave his life for the people. We need to stick up for these people. And Superman was just such a beacon of hope in this movie. And it just feels so much more natural in this. Next is the Batman versus Dracula. Now, in order for me to understand this, I had to watch a little bit of the Batman TV show. Which is the 2007 TV show that I brought up earlier. Now, the Batman has an interesting style of uh, animation, but it works. It's very cartoony, very Cartoon Network-like, but it works. And I really enjoyed this movie, A, because you get Batman. You get that cool animation from the Batman TV series. B... You get a character bringing back freaking Dracula. And Batman has to use the detective skills to find Dracula. And put him back to where he came from. So that way no one else gets hurt. And this is a, um, I believe it was a, a like a Cartoon Network original kind of thing. But it's it's a good movie. I like this movie. The animation makes it so much better. And not only this, is that the way that they bring apart some of the character designs, especially with Joker in the TV show, I really like it because it's like, it's different. You don't see Joker in the kind of light that you do in this. It's so chaotic. It's just like a, he got hippie hair and um, almost like a straight jacket. And he's moving around kind of like a monkey. 
Does that sound weird? Yes, it does, but is it fitting for Joker? Yes, it really is. He's a more methodical Joker. And Batman, he feels strong like Batman. He's got that Bruce Wayne mentality. He's a good version of Batman. And throwing in Dracula in it just makes it a lot better. Next is Batman Ninja. I'm a huge anime fan, as I'm sure the people who have seen some of my videos may know. I love anime. I love animation. And seeing Batman go anime was awesome. Animation was really, really cool, except for maybe the Joker's look. The Joker, it was creepy, but it doesn't really fit his look. It looks kind of like a, I don't know, like... um a 17th century pampered white look. You got that like powder on his face. And that's what it looks like. It looks like powder. It's like blotchy. And the animation is kind of skippy. As far as his character is concerned. But Batman moving into the ninja phase. As far as going back in time. And feudal Japan to kick the Joker's ass. And go back home. That's cool. I mean, that is really cool. It's a neat idea. I would really like to see this in manga form because I feel like it would be a lot better that way seeing it as a series than like compacted in a movie. But it's still really enjoyable. It's a good movie. And it's enjoyable. However, I felt like it could have done better as far as Building apart the reason as to why they were there as well as the main connection with everything there. It it really rushed through everything for me. But seeing Batman with swords was pretty cool. Next on this list is Constantine City of Demons. I really like Constantine, the original Keanu Reeves movie. That was a good movie. This was even better for me. Constantine is a complicated character. He's a douchebag with powers who maintains that connectability with other people. But first and foremost, he's, he's a douchebag. And this just really puts icing on the cake for me because his character really... It connects well with other characters, or at least I think. And it's it's a good interpretation of the character as well as the story develops again it's another broken record scenario is that it's too short there could have been more story elements if you will but Constantine as a character really got his time to shine in this movie especially in the upcoming movie that I'm going to be talking about later in the list is Justice League Dark. He gets that more leadership role. And in this, it's more of like a rogue role. And I like this for him. It feels like Constantine. Next is that you get an animated... The Batman the Animated Series, you get that original look. Kind of like that boxy look. And you have it with Batman and Mr. Freeze, Sub-Zero. Um, Batman and Mr. Freeze, they go together well, just like they uh, did in the Gotham series. Because I also really like the Gotham series. And I feel like being a 
a DC fan that also likes Gotham is kind of rare. I haven't met too many people that like Gotham. But I compare these two a lot because in Mr. Freeze, I felt like the character is solely based on this movie. This movie does such a great job of showing Mr. Freeze as a character that like hard and brooding personality as well as that sympathetic nature for his wife and him facing off with Batman just feels it's it's strong it's capable and it does a really good job of showing those two characters meshing together next is Green Lantern first flight I felt like this does a lot better with uh Green Lantern him becoming uh the Green Lantern Jordan just uh, meshing together with the other Lantern Corps and or the members sorry and this is really what I wanted from the Ryan Reynolds movie this is what I was anticipating and this is what I got this is a lot better this is an improvement the animation is sleek yet again story is really good as far as pacing goes this is a lot better than some of the other movies that I've mentioned so far because this movie takes its time with Jordan's perspective as well as his character progression and his reasons as to why he still fights. Next on here is Teen Titans, the Judas Contract. I really like the Teen Titans, not just the original series, but just in general. I like the comics, I like that TV show, and I like everything that they've done so far with these animated movies with Teen Titans. I have not seen the live action titans much i've only seen the first episode but um i should probably get into it because i really like teen titans but with teen titans the judas contract it feels really good you get that um connection that uh family sensibility that you get especially with starfire and uh dick you get um that romance but it also is that uh teacher sensei uh vibe a teacher and student with Starfire and all the other people in the Teen Titans. And it feels really connecting. And I really respect that. Especially with Tara, you get to unfold her character. And Beast Boy, he... It's, it's a really strong kick in the throat, if you will seeing what happens in this movie and everything unfold and the pacing is it feels good it feels natural and it's from this point on that you see teen titans they grow stronger even when something like this happens and if you don't really know what i'm talking about and you haven't seen the first tv show or don't know too much about teen titans i would recommend watching this movie i i this movie just feels like Teen Titans, and it's it's good. It's a good movie, and it's a strong introduction to Teen Titans as a team. However, there's one movie before it that I'm going to be talking about later that really brings Teen Titans into the light. Next in this list is All-Star Superman. This movie is sad. You got Superman losing his powers and he's just trying to save everyone animation is uh a, a, a little weird which is why it's kind of low because i just kept looking at superman's lips his lips are really weird 
Um, is, is that kind of a stupid reason to dock it back into the 20s? That's not the only reason why, the, but a primary reason is that all, the animation kind of looks wonky to me. And a lot of the animations on here, I really respect, but this one just really diminishes part of the uh, experience. The story is good. The villain is good. It's Superman as a character is good, but the animation just really doesn't. It it doesn't work for Superman. I just feel like it it does too much with the blocky nature, and his head is too small, and the muscles are just like super overbearing it's almost like a hulk kind of vibe to him and it just doesn't feel right next nest a little, little next on the list is justice league throne of atlantis throne of atlantis is where you follow aquaman trying to cope with being a part of the justice league as well as being a part of atlantis and you, you get to see this, too, in the Aquaman movie with uh, him and his stepbrother. It's just... It's just strong family dynamic where you get to see... Arthur, who is uh, Aquaman, Arthur Curry. He... Excuse me. Merges together with the people that you love so much in the Justice League and he's trying to cope to terms with family and making sure that Atlantis is safe as well as the human race is safe because he has that double blood in him he has both he is a half breed but he still cares about both because he's a superhero he cares and you really get to see that shine in this movie. And I I really enjoy this movie. I just feel like it focuses so much on Aquaman that it doesn't feel like a Justice League movie. I think I would have preferred it better if it was like Aquaman, the throne of Atlantis or something like that. Because... This Justice League movie doesn't feel quite like a Justice League movie. It's more focused on the emotional turmoil and uh, personal life of Aquaman. It doesn't feel enough to be a team movie. Next is what I would like to see in a Wonder Woman movie. This is Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Wonder Woman is a really good character that I personally really enjoy. And Diana gets a really good interpretation in this movie. You have good villains. You have good fight scenes. The battles are just sleek. And this is what I wanted to see in 1984. But yet I was disappointed with that. But this is what I wanted to see. This is what I expected to see from that movie. And then you have... Two, which is Justice League War. This is the introduction into the New 52, which is um, a different universe. And in Justice League War, you get to meet new versions of the characters that you love. You get to see Batman meeting Green Lantern and The Flash and Wonder Woman Shazam. You get to see all of them mesh together and become 
you know, who they are. And I really like that war is, well, the first step into Justice League. And I really like the new 52 series as far as the movies go. And this just feels really strong. I like war and I like what they did with these movies. And then 21, we're getting closer to the end. And this is Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. You have the original Justice League. And then you have a different Earth. Which is compromised of Ultraman, Impulse, um, Power Ring, and Owlman. You know, you have those different characters of characters that you love, which is like Owlman and Batman, Ultraman and Superman, Impulse and The Flash. You get these different kinds of personas that you get to see them mingle as they, you know, you see the breakdown in the society where Justice League, they're good characters, and then you see Lex Luthor, who is a superhero in this universe this world and Justice League in their their eyes in this new world they're not heroes they're they're villains and Lex Luthor is like an a hero in this universe and you get to see that and it's 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 a cool interpretation of heroes that we love so much and then you have 20 in Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, I really love Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond is a great series that I grew up with. Now, I wasn't around when it first came out, but I did see a lot of like reshowings of it and I loved it. I still love it. I go back and watch it a bunch because it is a really good series. But this movie just makes you so afraid of Joker seeing him come back and the way that he comes back into the picture and it's just it's so strong I I love this movie this movie is just so good and if you haven't seen this movie I would definitely recommend it same with the show as well and it's just it's enjoyable. The animation is just as good as the TV series. The TV series is a 1999 movie or television series. And it's it's got that vibe. It's got that sleek feeling to the futuristic version of Batman. And you get Terry as that new version of Batman. You got that old man Wayne in there. It just feels good. Or at least for me watching this movie. It just feels like a good interpretation on the characters. And then you have Justice League versus the Fatal Five. This is a little bit much to break down. But in a small way to break this down is that I feel like the highlight of the story is Starboy. Starboy is a character who has mental issues, who comes from the future, 
who takes a medication that is no longer available in the past where he goes to see the original Justice League because the Fatal Five comes from the future to take away the Green Lantern's power. And um, you get the introduction of Limelight as Green Lantern. And her connection with Starboy just feels strong. And it's a very emotional movie. And the pacing is good. The story is good. It just feels like a good Justice League movie. It also does a good job of tackling uh, like mental issues. Or at least I believe so. Um, next is you get a Jack the Ripper spin on Batman. You know what it is. If you don't, then I would definitely recommend you watch it like right now. And this is Batman Gotham by Gaslight. This is such a good movie. It's, it's really good because I really like the dark and gritty stuff. And seeing Jack the Ripper in this movie and like who it turns out to be, it's, it's just a really good movie. I, it, I don't want to talk about it like I do want to talk about it, but it is so good for me because seeing the trailer, it just seems so interesting. But then watching it, it's so different from what the trailer portrays it to be. And it's so much better. And then you have you have Batman The Long Halloween Part 1. This is where it all starts. This is what you got. And you got Batman getting pissed off. You have him losing hope. You have him trying to figure out why these people are dying. And it just feels so strong in this movie. And I was disappointed to see the second one. Because I was expecting him to... I don't know. His character progression so much in this movie just feels so thought out for Bruce and it just was squandered by the second one this one I really recommend I read the comic series and I feel like part two could have been a lot better because it still has that connectability with Bruce that was very much shown in the first one but um they're still a good watch I mean both of them or at least I think because all these are my opinion, so. Um, and then you have Superman Red Sun. Red Sun is a really interesting uh, thought of um, Superman working for the Russians. And he was, uh, he crash landed in Russia, Soviet Russia, Soviet Union. And um, he then becomes their hero but there's just so much u.s influence in this that still just doesn't make it as gritty as the comic book it's really good though i really like it but it isn't as good as the comic series or the run and i would really like to see it more uh fully fleshed out it is a idea that i really like to see However, there's just so much influence here that doesn't make Superman, like, break out of the customs that he was so much born to be as far as the U.S. Superman, the typical Superman that you're, you normally see. 
I wanted to see more of Soviet Superman. Like he need he needed to feel more like a Soviet Superman, like he did in the comics. But let me know what you think. It.